0: Boat Trader,
1: America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
0: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
2: Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes.
3: October 1st, we smash it 10 yards tonight, The buck we call pickles. A south wind pushing us back to the zag. got her stand on our back. Set it out. Set it out and see what happens. You on it? All right. Alright.
2: Absolutely drilled him, and boom, he's that good buck. We'll get my buck, then we're going to go get homie's buck. An urban piece as hell. Got, it. Got it. Pickles is dead. Kevin Gates, both kills on hanging hunts.
3: My first public land buck. Nice work, dude. Triple brow on the right. I'm digging that.
2: Bucked out October 28th. An absolutely incredible season. Here we go. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and it is after July 4th, so everybody realizes <laughs> that Whitetail still exists. Here
3: we go. The <laughs> we numbers the are guys going guys being on. here. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the download numbers, I can already hear them coming up. We haven't released the episode yet. Uh, we appreciate all the new listeners tuning into this episode. Um, great episode to start, and don't want to forget the OGs listeners that have been with us all year. The absolute diehards out there trying to get any tidbit of knowledge that they can get. Um, We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, We're talking white tails for the next six months (laughs) all (laughs) the way into January. So uh, we're going to be hitting you hard every episode with uh, some good content based. So hopefully Um, just want to give you a little snippet. The, the end season episodes are, they're absolutely ripping right now. Absolute fire series coming on. Um really excited about this one. Just recorded one tonight. Um absolute episode excellent episodes what I'm trying to say. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of shit going on right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let's get to the people that make this possible, then we'll get into the show. Um start off with ride on optics. Guys, if you're in the market for any optic and uh you don't you haven't got to see it, maybe you looked at a picture online, you haven't got your hands on it. Broadon does this really cool thing on the website where they have everything that's cataloged. They have a breakdown of it on their website. Um, they have a tech talk about it. They might show it mounted on multiple different guns. They go through all the specs of it, um, and they go over the warranty on every one, which you're getting that lifetime no BS warranty, um, good on any of their products. But you know, a guy's looking at a scope, looks at a picture, thinks it might be good. Then he sees it mounted on a gun, doesn't way You know, doesn't like the way it looks. Doesn't like the eye relief. You know, does, doesn't like a lot of different stuff, especially when you get into like a pistol sight. I feel like a scope is pretty standard, but there's a lot of different varieties of uh, pistol sights. And be able to actually see them on a gun, how they mount on the pistol um, is pretty cool. And you can find that all on, right on optics.com.
3: All right, guys, jumping right into Exodus Outdoor Gear. Exodus has breached into a new category of products that they're going to be delivering to you guys, and we're going to cover that right here. It is called the MMT. So you guys would be lying if you've never been confused or uncertain about if you're shooting the very best arrow for your archery setup. Everybody's been there. Everybody's been a day one archer and not really sure what they got going on. So that's why our friends over at Exodus have developed and sourced literally the most precise arrow components on Earth to build a tailored arrow for your hunting adventures. Here's what their team demanded before bringing the Exodus MMT to market. They demanded that the arrows fly with deadly accurate precision. High-grade components technology creates the most accurate hunting arrow, period. So not only do you get to build your arrows Not only are these arrows built with the same jig for exact consistency, but all shafts and components are carefully measured and built tolerances with two grains per dozen. Uh, They demanded the arrows maximize momentum efficiency on the second line. As bow hunters, we need this for penetration and second only to well-placed shot. Momentum is a driving factor for penetration, maximize momentum and maximize penetration. They also demanded that the arrow that had deadly long-range accuracy, and they demanded an arrow be eliminated to situational variables. So if you guys are in the market or want to pick up some new arrows, you guys can head over to ExodusOutdoorGear.com and check that out. And uh, you can actually build your own arrows on the 3D Builder. And uh, these arrows are going to start at $119.50, a half dozen, and 239 dollars for a full dozen. So Exodus is branching out and growing, and um, these arrows are awesome. We're excited to use them this fall.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I a couple things I want to touch on. Really like the name, the moment, um, MMT or, you know, the moment. When that arrow releases, that is the moment. Um, and you're relying a lot on your gear at that point, especially your arrow, the fly true, you know, to get the penetration that it needs. So I thought the the name of it was pretty, pretty awesome, um, the way they stuck that. Um, another thing is I've been archery hunting for years, and arrows is kind of like one of the things that, um, you don't really know what you're, you don't know exactly what you need. You know, your draw pounds, th- your draw weight's this, your draw links, this, you know, you're shooting this head. You might be shooting the absolute wrong thing and you just might think that, man, maybe I'm not as good of a, you know, archer, a shot, but maybe, maybe you got an arrow that's underspine, and it's throwing your shots off. You know, you get an arrow that is designed for what you're actually shooting and what you need your groups are going to get a lot smaller without you getting any better shooting, just, just because you're going to have the right stuff. And, um, uh, over the last few years, I shot, you kind of find an arrow and you stick with it. Well, then I switched this year and my shots got a lot better. Um, and I got a stiffer spined arrow and kind of went down the rabbit hole a little bit and realized that I've been missing the ball for the last you know, five years out there shooting the pile driver uh, which isn't a bad arrow i killed a lot of deer with it but my groups got a lot tighter and i started shooting a lot further distance when i got my new arrows confidently so really excited to get these mmt arrows the moment arrows and sending them and stretch that range even further i know these are exactly built for exactly what i need for me and my bow.
3: All right, moving into next-level deer supplements, and uh, what I want to talk about is vasodilators. When I think about next-level deer supplements, this is what I think about is vasodilators because it's a badass word, and I also think about yucca sugara. the two things that pop out to me. I might cover yucca later, but today, let's talk about vasodilators, and what they do is overall, they increase the blood vessels, which allows more blood to flow throughout the deer's antlers. So this increases the surface areas of the veins, which allows for better nutrient uptake and cooler bucks in the summer. Not like cooler, but their temperature is less because they have increased blood vessels. Their blood's flowing a little easier. So this is allowing them to work less to stay cool in these summer months and add the weight on that they're desperately going to need to come this fall. So these vasodilators are allowing for that nutrient uptake, and um, this is really like the staple of next level deer supplements so if you guys are in, interested in hearing more about this you can reach out to these guys on facebook instagram TikTok, and they will answer any questions you guys have and uh if you want to get a custom palette delivery your door or if you'd like to become a dealer for them uh you can also reach out to them and uh check them out at next all right guys i uh that wraps up the show, or that wraps up the intro here. we're uh, You ready to get into the show, man? Yeah, let's
2: get into the show. Hell here yes. We
3: here we come with Moose.
2: All right, we got the Moose on, the Ryan Blitzky. How's it going <laughs> tonight, brother? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Appreciate you coming on with us and gracing us with your presence. <laughs> um I know you've been doing a lot of podcasts here lately but uh like we we're you know talking in the pre show i'm really glad that you have been um you're a voice that people need to hear uh you know you're relatable you're humble um and you kill the shit out of a whitetail and you know you kill giant whitetail you kill good whitetail you're just a killer um and someone that we look up to a lot um and we really enjoy talking to you, so we appreciate you coming on uh, i appreciate you guys having me on i appreciate those kind words yeah, so I'm I'm almost certain everybody knows who you are at this time, but just a brief brief introduction of who you are, and then we'll get right into this. Uh, Ryan
1: Glitsky, Um Everybody pretty much knows me as Moose. Um from Southwest PA. Um, I funded a handful of Midwest states, but primarily I'm on public land in PA for the majority of the time of the season.
2: Yeah, um, one thing I, I think I said it on every podcast, but I just want to mention it um, before we get started is – if you haven't followed his Instagram, make sure and follow his Instagram. He posts a lot of stories that I really enjoy watching. Um, you just killed some does the other day. I was like, man, this guy is just a killer, <laughs> bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw one kill time. To and yeah, yeah, already. I can't help it, man.
1: When it comes with to white does. We, like I said in PA, we have a uh, crop damage program, which is really nice. Farmers really appreciate it, and uh, you know, we can we can kill a doe off of each farm enrolled in. It. So I like to kill two or three doe in the summer, and you know, fill the freezer up now, and you know. Yeah. staying, more. Top, staying in top so form
3: cool,
2: out buddy. there yeah 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 you're damn right yep. yeah so i uh like i said make sure follow his instagram He's always posting when he's scouting he finds something inter- interesting tell you what he's doing throughout the week and you've been doing that pretty pretty frequently here um i really enjoy those those quick little updates of what you got going on yeah i started
1: that maybe about i don't know it must have been about a year and a half two years ago and guys just love it you know what i mean they, they like seeing that hands-on i guess diy type stuff you know it, it, it you can listen to these podcasts and and read books and stuff
2: like that but guys like to actually see it i think you know and it's yeah. been
1: a lot of people
2: i agree i love watching it but i just wanted to mention that before we get started in here but we're having you on um we're going to talk about physical and mental prep first season um like we were mentioning before we started here recording um, season's really close for us, you know. Yeah. stub ninety days, yeah. um, but a lot of guys, it's way earlier. Yeah, look at September start. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we've been talking about that. If we could start September fifteenth, it'd be a game changer. And that was on the the bylaws in Illinois this year to get it moved up um, a couple weeks, but they passed uh, that tistle, pistol pistol cartridge cartridge rifle for season, yeah, but they didn't yeah. pass the, the early start for season but maybe next year um yeah but uh just go ahead and go into it you know we're getting really close to season what what do you think is the key right now um that you think a lot of people are missing out on
1: well i, I think the physical part of it that's pretty basic um you know it, it, you don't want to wait you know and be physically out of shape a week before the season you know like we just talked about some guys are sub 60 days out some of us are 90 days out from the season um a lot of guys you'll see them they're they're like i'm gonna start tomorrow i'm gonna start tomorrow i'm gonna start tomorrow no you need to start now i think physically wise guys need to start getting prepped right now for that don't wait till two weeks before season and realize shit you know what i mean i'm out of shape you can't walk 100 yards Blah 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 time is now to start getting physically in shape you know what i mean stop making excuses and let's go. You know what I mean? Start getting your diet checked in, start getting, you know, your, get a workout in myself. I lift a couple of days a week. I like to rock now. That's a bit to me. Rocking is one of the best things you can do to get in shape for the season. It's not that hard. You put a weight to pack on, go walk two miles. You know what I mean? That's going to get you in shape. Um, but the, probably the big thing is that's basic, but um, the mental side of it, I think it's where a lot of guys struggle. I, I think the mental side of this is, um, Because we all talk a good game, but when the game starts, it's a little different, you know what I mean? Um, You know, we're all prepared, we all got these game plans, we're all the best hunters in the world right before the season starts, then the season starts. And then it just doesn't go as planned that first week, then before we know it's the second week, then it's the third week. And you start getting in around Halloween, start getting in November, then you get on social media, your bodies are killing, everybody's killing, you're the only person in the world not killing. And you're, you're mentally not prepared for the grind. You know what I mean? You have to start getting mentally prepared now in my opinion, so you're ready for when uh, for a tough season. You know, you look at you guys last or two years ago. Remember, it was 80 damn degrees on public land. You did not expect that. It, you know what I mean? But look at the mental mental strength you gained from that season. You know, but you have to prepare yourself for that kind of stuff. You know, season's going to throw you curveballs.
2: It doesn't always work out. You know the way you plan. Yeah, just touching on the physical thing before we get in the middle. You know, saddle hunting's huge. Mobile street stands, hunter, you know, that's huge. Yeah. Public land's huge. And a lot of these guys, maybe this is your first year, you've hung in the backyard or something. I don't think you understand on the 12th hanging hunt how much strength that you need yes. or maybe you're making a move midday and you got extra clothes on. Um, it's a completely different game when you're hanging and taking your stand down and, and moving it. It sounds yeah. simple. You do it yeah. in your yard a couple times, you know, okay. but it's, it's not the first, the first time you set up is always, it's always hard every season for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But, you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, the 10th time you're, you're almost like, damn, like you're getting a rhythm, but you're like, damn, this is a lot of work, you know? Yeah. And then, okay, now I'm going to go way back and hang, you know, I'm it's, it's November. Now I'm going to go to my good spot way back in public or whatever. And you've already wore yourself out all season. Cause you weren't, and shape to start. Yeah. And now you're yep. trying to full send it when you're, you got to be at at your A game and you're not, yeah. you're not there. You know, yeah. and, and you got 90 sure. days and you can do a lot in 90 days. Yeah. You don't get, need to be 8% body fat
1: and, and run 10 miles. You know what I mean? That's not what we're saying. You know, I mean, that's great if you can be, if you want to be Cameron Hayes, I, I get it. You know what I mean? But, but you just need to be somewhat physically in shape. Like you said, when this season starts to grind and you're in, you know, the season's already, you know, four five, six weeks deep, it's November 7th, 8th, ninth, And, you know, you know where you need to be. And that's what we need to be is a mile and a half mile back. But it, you're so worn out, you're so exhausted, you make mistakes. You know, or you, or you get lazy, you sleep in, or you get lazy, you go to, you know, I'm going to go to go plan B, I'm going to go plan C. And you should be in plan A. You know, and that's what starts happening. You start getting lazy with your decision making. Then an you know, opportunity does present itself. It, it, that, you know to I mean? That crosses over your mental side of it too, but you're physically just worn out and beat. When an opportunity does come around, then you fail. It, then you make, you're,
2: you're more prone to make a mistake then. Yeah. And then another thing that you no one thinks about, but me and homie experienced it during that time, and homie can talk about this, is, you know, we, we hunt together as a team, so this might not relate to a lot of guys, but okay, you <clears throat> killed a buck. Now you got to get that deer out yeah next couple days hunting oh yeah holy smokes you don't realize how much getting that deer out completely drains you oh yeah um get it back take care of it you know get it out of there drag it out of there um the next two days we were pretty much shit out there i felt like yeah i mean there's
1: no doubt there you you know i mean i mean even myself like last year i killed in pa but october 27th and i went right to ohio And be honest, I dropped the ball in Ohio. I was lazy. And that was part of it. I was just, you know, I kind of, hey, first off, you kind of hit the top of the mountain there and it gets you a little lazy sometimes. You lost, I lost a little bit of that killer instinct when I went to Ohio. And the other thing is you're tired from all that work leading up, all that anxiety and pressure. Then you finally get that little bit of break and you come on a low. You know, you got to prepare for that.
3: Yeah. I remember sitting in a tree and um, within that 48 hours after Cody killed and. I was just thinking to myself i don't think i said anything out loud but i was just thinking to myself i was like man 48 hours ago we just seen magnum and then the next day cody killed like i mean we were we were low yeah. and then that was the highest and then just yeah. like cody said man we were just <laughs> dog shit out there for the for the next 48 hours and i was like yep. it's yep. crazy how fast that that changed
1: I, it's same with me when i was in ohio you know i put old eggs in one basket down there and and got kind of cocky and then got my ass kicked you know like i said 48 hours later you think you you go from being the greatest hunter in the world so i suck at this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know
3: and, know and i mean, mean in, in that, that same way. in that same valley of the low all it would have taken was a 145 inch yeah, 10 pointer yeah, to come by and yeah. we're back up high yeah, again up, like and that's all well it, it
2: takes that's, it. that's the
1: season yeah, and that's that's the mental part of it it's such a roller coaster and it will wear you out if you're not prepared for it
3: yeah, and, what, yeah, what, and then, what I'll say about I was the just physical touch part. On the, uh, go ahead, Omi. <laughs> <laughs> what I was just gonna say about the physical part. I gotta part to three street There we go. Is um, you know I think getting. We'll just say? We're in the ninety-day window here, and I think if you started a routine and like you went all in and hard on that routine and you didn't give up an inch on anything that you set out in your guidelines of what you wanted to do you pushed away food you didn't drink during the week or you know you didn't drink every weekend every other weekend or something when you start doing stuff like that and you start getting the momentum going and you realize that you can do it That, I think, translates directly into the mental part because you've built that discipline in your brain, and you know you can do it, and you start feeling powerful, and you feel like you can just do shit that eight months ago you couldn't even think possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. I said, guys, you just got to start now. I mean, you know, tomorrow, go. You know what I mean? Don't put it off. The season's going to be here, and I'm telling you. If you go into season, your best physical and mental, you know, your best that you can be, you're gonna have one hell of a season. I'm telling you, you're going to.
2: Yeah, and you don't have to be a Greek god out there. We're not saying no. that. Like, <laughs> no, just yeah. get your cardio up, you know, and, and just get to where you feel good, like get yes. to where you you can move free. Yeah. I mean, you 30 might 30 be 40 morning pounds sucks. overweight. Yeah, still, 30 but 30 30 if you can move. You can yep. breed good. That's all yep. you need. You know, you don't well, need to be a specimen out there to kill yeah. white tail, but you, you, you you're going to you do that, man, it this way, it you out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you need to be able to move. Um, but, yeah, let's get into the mental side of this um, and maybe talk about some stuff that you do, Ryan, and then maybe we can hit some stuff that we do to, to kind of prepare yourself. Uh, you know, on the mental side of it now
1: is, you know, one thing – with the mental part of it's experience comes in a lot. You know, I'm 45, I've been on 30 plus years. So I've kind of seen a lot and done a lot, you know to I me mean? In the whitetail woods. So I've kind of mentally prepared myself that I know, like we said, that roller coaster is coming. There's going to be some highs, but there's going to be a lot of lows. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm mentally prepared that 90% of the time, it's not going to go the way I planned on, you know, no matter how much work I put in, something's still going to happen. But, Positively, like positive-wise, I'm thinking that I know eventually I'm going to get get an opportunity or two. You know, it's going to happen. So no matter how hard it is, how hard it is to get up every morning, sit dark to dark, or how your hunting style is, that end of the day, that opportunity is going to eventually make it make itself come around, and I'm going to cash in on it. You know, and I'm mentally preparing myself. I go through like especially during the season, even, you know, I'm playing out the scenarios every time I'm in a tree. You know, every time I go on a tree, um, I think I'm going to kill. You know what I mean? I believe I'm going to kill. 90% of the time you don't, but I believe I do. And I start that preparation right now. There's a difference between being confident and being cocky. You know, I'm confident right now, going all my prep work, going into this season, that I'm going to get an opportunity and I'm going to kill a solid whitetail this year. That's how I'm mentally going into it right now. That, okay, I've, I've done everything I need to do possible to kill a whitetail this season. You know, I'm okay. yeah, I, feel you there. I,
2: I feel like it's easier to be mentally prepared and have that when you put in that that effort in that late yeah. season work. It's like, you know, I, I scouted a shitload this last this late season and I feel more confident now than I ever have. Yeah, that I'm going to kill because I put the effort in. But you just know so much more by doing the work. You're yeah. going to learn something a little bit something and everything you can learn is going to add into your basket. And if you're more, if you're more mentally prepared that you're going to kill, you're going to be able to wake up. Yeah. You're going to be like, nope, oh. this, this spot yeah. is good. Yeah. I know it. I just got to be there. That, that shit helps you get up and go, you know, oh, being yeah. mentally prepared and you get that from, you know, doing this, doing the shit when it's not hunting season. That's mm-hmm. when you yeah. get that mental, that mental yeah. shooting your bow in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Man, you're just shooting lights out. That's mentally like, okay, when when I do get a shot, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, get a good shot on this deer. It's gonna be a you know, gonna be a chip shot for me. Yeah. When you're mentally prepared like that, I feel like it's just easier to to, to get up and go in the morning. And yeah. and for us, for normal guys like us, you know, you talk on a podcast, you can talk strategies and shit, but that is the number one strategy to kill a nice white tail buck because you got to spend time in the woods. You know, every, yeah, people are yeah. finally I figuring understand.
1: that out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be in the woods to kill them. You know what I mean? You can listen to all these podcasts, watch YouTube, and do all you want. Um, you got to put the work in. You know what I mean? You have to. And like I said, I think, like I said, something for myself and some of these other guys that are on these podcasts and you hear about, you know, we all have one thing in common, and that's experience. So, you know, a lot of a lot of time in the woods, in the off season, and in the in season also we've gained that experience where we've got confidence. And then that mental game, our mental game is fairly strong, I guess you could say, going into the season and during the season because we, we've been there done pretty much. You know, we've seen the highs and lows. And you know what? I'm okay, too. You get to a certain point. I'm okay at the end of the season. Like, I'm confident going into the season that I'm going to kill or get an opportunity. You know, I'm not cocky about it, but I'm confident. But at the end of the season, if things don't line up and I don't kill, I'm okay with that. Because I busted my ass off to get, you know, I know I put all the work in. Just we're hunting a wild animal. Sometimes you just have a bad season. It doesn't come together. The best of the best don't kill all the time. It's going to happen sometimes. And that, that part helps a lot. Also, the mental game is, you know, it, the world's not going to end if you don't kill a deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you've got to mentally think of that also going into the season. Don't put all that pressure on yourself. I put a a ton of pressure on myself. Then you get on these podcasts and everything else. Yes, it puts some pressure on you. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I put pressure on myself. Um, But at the end of the day, I know I put the work in. And if things don't line up, they don't line up. A lot of guys didn't get tied up in the social media bullshit. You know, I enjoyed posting stuff on Instagram and stories and stuff of that. But come October and November, you're going to see a lot of dead deer, a lot of guys killing some giants, everything else. You're like, man, what the hell am I doing wrong? You're not doing nothing wrong. Just wait for your time. Just be patient and wait for your time. And if it's not your season, it's not your season. You just go back to the go back to the ground, go back to the work in the off season and just put the work in. It will ninety percent of the time, majority of the seasons, you're gonna tag out if you put the work in.
3: Well, yeah, that. I agree one
2: hundred percent. I feel like I feel like that's what I do too. I put I wanna kill. I want everybody else to kill, but I wanna yeah. kill. You know, yeah. I, yeah. as many bucks as I can. And I feel like that literally is the driving factor for me waking up it's Same here. all the years to success in the past yes. i keep telling homie i said this could be the year this could be the year where it just doesn't yeah. click and the drive yeah. to not have that year is yeah. just making me go harder, harder yeah same i mean harder,
1: same harder. Harder. i mean, I'd like to kill whitetails man and that's my goal now I'm starting to you know this year i'll be hunting multiple states stuff like that i like to you know, eventually kill two or three nice bucks a year. That's what I want to do. You know, I've been stuck in PA for a long time. I've done some traveling, but you know, I want to start traveling and hit these other states. And you know, I want to put a couple down a year—not one, but I want to put you know three or four eventually down a year. Yeah. You know, that's my—that's me personally. Yeah, I mean, it's just my personal drive. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, end of the season, however it ends, I'm I'm still satisfied with tax punched or not punched. Uh, end of the season, I'm still satisfied because I know that with the work
2: I put in.
3: One thing I want to bounce back to that you said um, is having that mentality of going into your hunt that you're going to go in there to kill. And yeah. this is something that Cody and I have really um, worked on the last two years. And I tell you what, when you have that mindset going into it, like the odds are high because you've done yeah. that work in the past. You've ran your trail cameras and, you know, you got a really good mm-hmm. – Setup going, and when you're literally walking into that hunt and you have that mentality of, I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna kill a buck tonight, yeah. this buck, or you know, yeah. whatever, whatever you got going on. But if you just go in there with that mentality. You're going to be sharper on your access, you're going to be quieter, you're going to be mm-hmm. mentally prepared yep. in the stand. You're not going to be up there daydreaming or you know, kick yep. back, you're going to be ready to go most of the time up there. And I think that that's something that's yep. really helped us the last two years. Um, yeah,
1: you, you guys said about the no bullshit hunts, you guys started talking about yeah. that, and I love that. I love that because I'm guilty of it myself in October. Like everybody knows me is come end October, November moose of the rut hunter everybody's you know i like to ground the rut and i get kind of lazy in october you know what i mean and and, I, and it's too many bullshit hunts you know i'd probably be more successful in october wouldn't do these bullshit hunts just to go hunt the hunt and i know from you guys that's something i've taken from the last couple of years your guys approach is no bullshit sets and one thing that helped me in October is, is the cameras. I'm seeing all these big bucks early to mid-October, daylighting. It's like I've been missing the boat for years because I'm too busy bullshitting around, you know, dicking around, you know what I mean, just, you know, waiting for the rut. It's like I've missed a ton of opportunities on some pretty damn good bucks because I'm going bullshit hunts. You know what I mean? And that's something I've taken even from you guys here the last couple of years. Is that, that's how my my going into
2: this season, there's no bullshit hunts <laughs> right. let me tell you. Yeah. There is none. I'm going yeah. in and killing. <laughs> Hashtag no bullshit sits. Yeah. You're damn right. That's man. awesome. You're damn <laughs> that <bald>. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh one thing I wanted to hit on the middle thing, and this is somewhere where me and homie really struggle is you know, you're going into October and with our no bullshit mentality, we're October 1st last year, homie killed. Like, we're going in a hunter yeah. as hard as we can right off the rip. We're <laughs> yeah. hunting every day we can. We're hunting. It's 85. I killed. Like, yeah. a lot of people, there's ladybugs flying around, shit. <laughs> like, we're going in and hanging and hunting on a bed. Like, just no bullshit sets. We go so hard that, like, end of November, when, like, the chance to kill an absolute giant – our trail cams are just – you might as well not even have them out there because <laughs> we're going to zero data off of some bitches. because we are not checking those things. No. Half <laughs> yeah. of them might be yeah. dead. Uh, two of them, if they're mobiles, they lost service and aren't working or some shit, and the effort, you have to be mentally prepared for that. We've been getting better, but it's just like you go so hard for so long, you have to be mental and recognize to be like, hey – I still got to do this shit. If I got a buck tag left, like I still yeah. need to run these cams. Yeah, scans.
0: yeah. I still yeah. need
2: to get batteries. We had, we had a mobile cam on public dead for like six months. Like it died in yeah. no, middle of November. And we never <laughs> went back to that. So it's like, there could have been a giant back there. Daylight yeah. every day, you know, I've no yep. Yep. it's just something that you have to do. And it, our effort just tanks hard. So that's one thing I'm going to try to work on this year um is if i if you got a buck tag left you got to act like it's october 1st you haven't killed yet which is it's yeah. incredibly hard you know yeah to do. i mean i the whole when it comes to
1: all, like that old camera stuff i do the same thing a lot of times once it gets into october and november um i don't typically don't check mine a lot either because i'm so focused getting in the stand and putting ass time in then you know yeah. so but that's where your cell cams can save the day in a lot of situations, you know what I mean? But I do the same thing. Um, what I've learned to do, though, is, you know, even if you go hard all October, and like I said, me, I can get a little lazy in October. I'm going to try not to do that this year. Um, I got some bigger plans trying to hunt, you know, more of the bedding type stuff and that off these scrapes. But, you know, I shine in November. It don't bother me going, for whatever reason, I can go weeks on end, dark to dark. I, I can just do that. I, I can just, I'm just, for whatever reason, that's just what's in, ingrained in me how I hunt. But that being said, it's still physically, mentally exhausting. You know, that, that there's going to be a day where it's going to pour down rain in the morning or whatever. Take a day off. Take a half a day off. Take an evening off. Go to McDonald's. Go get a pizza. Go, just recharge. If it's not a whole day, part of that day. You know what I mean? Maybe do a mid-morning sit at 10 o'clock or something. You know, sleep in until 7 o'clock. You know what I mean? Refresh the batteries when needed. You know, I will say that. I mean, we, we, You can go as hard as you want. But like I said, we get into that mental game where you start dropping a ball, and then when the opportunity does come, you're gonna you're gonna screw it up. So Yeah, you're out there, you're on your phone, yeah. or you're not don't be afraid. Don't something. don't think you're not a hard ass, you know what I mean, or whatever. You know, I you know, I go balls and wall the time, but I need a break. you know what I mean? They're just sometimes that you know what, they're calling for rain this morning. I don't like nothing rain. I ain't afraid to say it. I hate freaking rain. Yeah, I hate heavy rain
2: take a day off or take a half a day man you know what i mean i remember our talk when we did the uh this was 17 days straight or whatever we were like we're going i'm going every day i'm not yeah. bullshitting <laughs> no matter what everybody says i can make it i took one morning off and one evening off that stretch yeah. but it, it just, you just get into it and you're like okay the one evening was we killed mm-hmm. and we got yeah. the fuck out the one morning yeah. My kids were going crazy and I'm like, I'm sleeping in, you know, mm. <laughs> I, I, I think I went out there like nine 30 or 10 or something Yeah, yeah. finish yeah. the day. But, um, even, you don't, you don't have to take a full, like even sleeping until nine, like that's huge when you've been doing oh. it for 10 days. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. Take a morning yeah. off where you don't have to go hang the dark and yeah you know try to make stuff happen but
3: uh yeah. we, we yeah. actually did that this year uh early november and might even been the last couple of days of october but we actually did that we went in at nine or 9 30 we were planning on being at the mm-hmm. property at nine and we got hung up in the tree and sat there the rest of the day seeing a shooter at like 130 yeah he was yeah. like 250 yeah. yards yeah. And try, yeah. try to grunt him over yeah. and i mean yeah
2: but, Had an but. encounter. A buck went up in our doe bedding area mm-hmm. and did exactly what we thought they were going to. Turned around, came right back by. We we're like, man, that was textbook what we thought these deer were going to do. Um, so it was it was an awesome hunt, and we got in there at nine thirty. You know, almost oh, killed cool. and then got the intel off that other deer. Yeah, that's what we're saying now, even mentally
1: preparing now. That's stuff I think about. You know, right now I'm thinking about my season, how it's going to play out. You you don't know when you're going to kill, honestly. We don't. You know what I mean? But I know if it's going to grind, you know, that I'm going to need a break here and there. You know, I I mentally prepared myself for all this stuff, that it's going to be tough. I'm going to need a break occasionally. You know, things aren't going to go your way. Now's the time to start thinking about that stuff. And this is also a good time, you know, we're talking about mentally and physically, get used to your equipment. Don't wait until the season to start figuring out the new, you know, latest trend. You know what I mean? Don't do it come the season. Start practicing the backyard with some stuff right now. You know, don't get used to your gear. I don't care if it's new clothing. I don't care if it's new tree stand, a new saddle. I don't care what it is, new bow. Get used to it now. Don't
2: wait till the season. It's gonna yeah, I, I find myself messing with it now and then making a bunch of changes in season still. Yeah, like, yeah, I absolutely. wish I had all that shit kinked out. Yeah, what's um,
1: weird is we do. I, I do the same thing, you know what I mean? I, I, I practice in the backyard, I'm tree-hanging myself like again. It seems like once you get into the live fire, it's whole, things change, you know what I mean? You thought you were being quiet certain things, when you actually get in the woods, but it's not that quiet now where these little things can change
2: yeah, around. That happens all yeah, the time. You yeah. know? Everything's loud as hell out there. <laughs> yeah. It seems like October, there's, like, there's some leaf cover, noise, yeah. When it gets November, you're like, damn, this quiet as hell this morning. You know? Frosty a <laughs> November morning, man. Oh, God. You hear a pin drop. <laughs> quiet as hell. I know yeah. we mentioned it, but I feel like uh, it's worth mentioning again. A lot of guys are going to go hard in October. You know, they're going to yep. go really hard because when we, when I was growing up, you weren't supposed to hunt in October, you know, October law, bucks aren't moving, blah, blah. Now. Everybody's saying, man, you got to hunt October. It's some of the best time of the year. Um, So, those guys that haven't hunted October hard, they need to mentally prepare for okay, you're going to have that many more sits in. You're going to have that much more effort put in. So, when it's November and you haven't killed, you still got to go hard in November. Yeah. Yeah. The clock doesn't stop. Um, But I feel like October this year on public land will be every, every podcast I listen to, it's like, oh, you got to get out there in October. I'm like, damn, man. We've been hunting like that for 10 years and no one's been out there. Now I feel like it's going to be <laughs> just a field day of people out yeah. there.
1: Yeah. I'm it's joking. like people would... hunt
2: the first weekend just to go and then yeah. it's pretty much nothing until late October. But I feel yeah. like now it's going to be yeah. more
1: more in the game all year. Yeah, I think you're going to get – I mean, I, th- I think you're still – you'll get some more diehards, don't get me wrong, get in October, but I don't think it'll be – Extreme, you know what I mean. I think still your guys are going to be Halloween on, you know that last week walked over November. I still think it's when you see majority of your guys in the woods, but yeah, you're going to see a little bit of an uptick in the, in October, I believe. But I, I don't know how much though. Yeah, you know I'd be curious because October's still tough. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we we're making it out to where you know the bed game and on the scrape stuff, but you still got to have one born born daylight and you got to get on in there and on them close without him knowing. You know, so it's it's a different ball game.
2: All I got to say is I thank God deer hunters don't go as hard as ice fishermen, and we wouldn't kill <laughs> <laughs> so Hell many no. ice fishermen. I'm like, if any of these guys, if half these
3: guys deer
2: hunted, I'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah, we screwed.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, what, one thing I want to talk about is um, recognizing your weakness. Like uh, Cody kind of mentioned this earlier, and, and I noticed um, when I started to hunt with Cody that my huge weakness was late season, like the the, yeah. the last three weekends of December and the first two weeks of January. Absolutely ass out there for me. And, yeah. um, you know, just being around Cody and talking to different guys like you, you know, it's really like, okay, I need to focus on trying to get more out there more if I still got a buck tag left, which I always do. I need to get out there more and um, put in the effort. And I put in a lot of effort of trying to get on a couple bucks that were daylighting for us in that mid to late october time frame and threw a couple sets out there and so just for like everybody listening um if going into the season maybe pick take a step back and pick one thing that you would like to improve on and work on it this year and then hopefully by the end of the year you are better at that and then um you know next year you get to pick something else or you know you get to pick up two things that you want to get better at oh yeah and yeah. um, you know, I know over the last three years, my late season effort has been getting better. It's not still where I want it to be at, but yeah. I know I see improvement in myself, and yeah. Um, yeah. It, that that makes you feel proud. You know, yeah. that you pick something and you, and you can see yourself getting better at it.
1: Yeah, I, I've talked about this before, actually, with guys, uh, a lot of you know, new guys, novice type deal, getting into it, and they, and they struggle a little bit. And I tell guys. Master something first. Get good early October, mid-October. Get good as a rut hunter. I don't care if you're good sitting in a box blind hunting over a food plot. Get good at it. Something you're confident in you can kill. Then, like you said, where's your weakness? Like myself, like I said, I do a lot of bullshit sits in October. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do any more bullshit sits in October. So that's that's what what I want to get good at. If I can kill in October, early to mid- in the rut, I feel I can go anywhere in the country and kill multiple white guys. You know, that's my goal. That's my weaknesses at October game. And that's what I'm trying to key in on and get better at. And that comes from doing it yourself. Listen to guys that are good at like Jake Bush and some other guys. They're really good, phenomenal hunters in early October, mid October. That's kind of how I've been uh, taking that game to the next level.
2: Yeah, anything, anything that you can do to better yourself. But it's nice to have that cushion to where you're like, okay. If all this shit fails, yeah. I'm really good at late season yes, with exactly. a loader. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I got that yeah. to bank on. Yeah. I'm going to maybe try some radical shit early season that I want to get good at. Yeah. But I can bank on, you know, still killing and getting it done and having a successful season by most people's standards, you know, get, getting a buck down, uh, yeah. with, you know, maybe with a muzzleloader, maybe late season on food plotter. You, you got something in the bank, and I, yeah. I yeah. love having something in the bank. Like when gun season comes around, I got oh, a tag. Sure. Like, oh yeah. I'm in the
1: game. Like, it's just a <laughs> whole new level. nothing wrong with dropping a hammer on a big old white Oh belt. yeah. we, we go to Missouri, I mean, I'm, I'm like, right hell on, yeah, we're in the game, I'm bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have
2: a problem. Rifle, muzzleloader, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, big a, big I'm a killer.
1: We go to Missouri, I got the
2: rifle in hand. <laughs> I, I told homie, I said, Shot at one time, it was an inch high at a hundred. I'm not touching it. <laughs> shot that thing one time all year. I was like, "She's on." <laughs>
0: like you are, yep. Never
2: shot it. Dropped the, the hammer. You yeah. know, it's, just, it's, uh, it's a different ball game, and um, you kind of like you kind of like okay, I can I don't have to be in the right in the shit. I can kind of hang back, relax, and I'm blind or hunt in yeah. the field, and I got some distance. Um, you're not really stressed as much. You're normal. Like you're normally like okay, I can wear more clothes and I'll be warmer and oh yeah, you know, you, you know I'm not gonna yeah. have, you know yeah. we, we hung hanging hunt during shotgun season this year, but yeah, you know a lot of times you're going and setting somewhere, so you're like, hell, hey, I'll take some more food, like oh, I'll be eating. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a completely different yeah. game of oh yeah. Uh, yeah, shit going on, you know, and I I killed out of a double man ladder stand this year. I could have took a nap in like I was laid yeah. sideways three minutes before my say, buck in. Thirty seconds before yeah. you
3: killed, you were all yeah.
2: <laughs> you Yeah, thirty seconds out. before I killed. I'm laid sideways, talking about how sweet this thing is. And
3: then, <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh shit, I got it. There's in the a doe.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a doe running at us. Okay, I oh, but... it. <laughs> um, one thing that uh, I want to mention here towards the end is, uh, you know, physically preparing your family for what you're about to do. If you're gonna go hard as hell, they need yeah. to know. I know, homie's really good at this. Um, you just gotta, like with my wife, I just tell her what I want to do. And most of the time, if you tell your wife, say, Hey, I'm going to hunt 15 days straight and go hard as hell. Um, and you pick up the slack throughout the other part of the year. It's not a, it's not an issue, especially if she knows that that's what you love to do. And you tell her like in February, you're like, Hey, November comes, I'm doing this. Like (laughs) if if a woman has that much of an advance, they're they're pretty understanding of what you got going on yeah and then she sees me like you got to kind of throw it in there mm-hmm. you know when you're doing a bunch of shit and she mentions it then you gotta be like oh like when you keep the kids she go gets your nails done she says thank yeah. you you say oh i got i got november coming don't worry about it yeah and that little kick yeah. in there just reminds them it's a little sneaky game that they don't know they do my wife don't listen to this lately, but It's a little sneaky game you do just to prep him up and be like, yeah, he, he, he can do that. He earned it. So
1: happy wife, happy hunting. Remember that. that's that's the rule. That's the rule. Like do, do the, you know, do what you got to do right now. You know what I mean? My wife's pretty awesome. She knows this is a passion. She knows what this means to me. So she supports me 110% with this. So I'm pretty fortunate. Um, She knows come October. Through, you know, in December, it's pretty much white tails, you know what I mean? But she needs anything, of course. You got a family first, of course, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you try to, try to, that to do list or whatever you need to do. My wife, she goes, you know, she wants to go away for a weekend to Florida or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Go. I'll take yeah. the for a weekend, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. You know, there's no arguing there because I know coming. I got, yeah, go ahead. Morning, well, I got, I got
2: November coming <laughs> up, you know, just, but yeah. and then another thing I want to mention is financial. Like, you yeah. don't have a yeah. need a bunch of money saved, but, you're not going to be working. If you have a great vacation, great, but you know, your truck might break down or yeah. your pro might break, or you got to have some, you know, some stuff prepared, uh, ready, you know, to be like, shit, I got to, you know, I got to get in brand new site. I got to drop 250 bucks on a site. You know, do you have that extra cash laying around? And uh, you know, the older I get, the more it's easier to do that. But I remember when I was 18 out there grinding, like what I had yeah. was what I had. And then yeah. an the older guy yeah. would have said, hey dude, you need to save 500 bucks just in case some shit happens for season. Oh, yeah. Maybe not buy this, you know, this new gear or whatever and just yeah. nest age a little bit. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, that's a good idea. Shit, look,
1: gas this year, you know, gas is going to yeah. be, you uh, know, cool. It's going to be rough. With like, guys that are Mario, traveling a lot of different states. are going
2: to rough, man. Yeah. The white tail adrenaline guys gas budget's about to go full oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> i tell you
1: what probably a lot of people are probably i'm gonna guess you know you know you hear about the point creep in iowa and stuff like that yeah i guess a lot of guys might not go to a lot of these places and travel a lot to eat the public land or whatever because of the gas it's going to be outrageous yeah. for a lot of guys you, crazy. Know? you know yeah you know that's a I mean i i work a lot of overtime outside the season especially in the summer you know Set that back, like you said, between license and gas and food and everything else. And like you said, you know, before you know it, your refrigerator shits the bed or your dryer shits the bed or your transmission, you know, you, you got to prepare for that. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I don't want to
2: be planning on hunting for a week and the wife goes, oh, the dryer went out and you ain't got no. Nothing damn, i got to work some overtime making make up
1: money. <laughs> and then you're yeah. shit. You're, you're, you're done. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're screwed then. Yep. Well, yep. The, we
2: you actually, can unplug it and plug it back in and try that. I mean, sometimes <laughs> that works. <laughs> I would say we actually have a,
3: a real-life story of Cody's bow breaking, like two weeks yeah. in a season, gets a new bow, goes out the next hunt, and then you killed, I think, on your yeah. first October 15th buck.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I was going to go out that morning. I was headed to the tree stand, still dark out. My wife's on the way to work. She hits a deer. I'm like, shit. Well, right when I was about to get out, my bowstring had just snapped in the case. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm like, what the hell? You know? And then she calls me. She hit a deer. I'm like, wow, shit. I got to go to her anyways. Go to her. The car's totaled. I'm like, okay, the car's totaled, bow's totaled. <laughs> I went straight to the archie shop, just bought a brand new bow, went out the next hunt, and ended up killing a buck like oh geez, but if i didn't okay. have that nest egg of money yeah. sent back to yeah. be like yeah, i'm really good at using shitty stuff for a long time <laughs> so it was time for me to get a new bow anyways but yeah uh, it was a, it was an expensive morning you know but oh well, I mean, yeah when it's time to rip it's you gotta be like okay you waited all year to this let's not let you know 500 800 bucks ruin this for you You oh yeah yeah drop it and go you got it you're prepared for it you know yeah gotta be prepared for everything
3: if if anybody really wants to know what it's like hunting with cody that story is it i mean seriously (laughs) seriously shit is fucked up everywhere fucking still kills yeah yeah
2: still i tell people like we we do pretty good out there we got an idea of what we're doing but it's just pure effort that kills these whitetails. Like, that's, we're that's not me. professionals. We 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 mess up all the time. Yeah. We have the worst luck during hunting season. Like, if we don't have two flat tires a hunting season, something's, something's wrong. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. a flat tire king. Homie's a flat tire king. Like, you got to yeah. have a couple flat tires. Yeah, I'm something's got to mess up, myself. you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get some pretty nasty back roads. Uh, yeah. What sucks is coming out after an all-day hunt and having a flat tire. Good oh God! Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> oh, the
1: worst. That kicking the nuts there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Well, does anybody else got anything to say? I'm good. I'm good. I just want to congratulate you on uh, you know all the 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 lone wolf guys and everything grouping up. I cannot wait to see that. I just want yeah. to say congratulations it's, to you. Um, yeah, new adventure for sure. Yeah, that's a great group of guys, and I'm excited yeah. to see, uh, see you on there. Um, I messaged them. I'm like, dude, you couldn't pick picked a more solid dude to, to have on the team right there. I appreciate uh, that. So uh, I'm excited to see it, and uh glad that you're getting out there so more people can see you, you know, killing deer and, and how you're getting stuff done. So.
1: Cool. Yeah, appreciate it,
2: guys. All right.